Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What is going on, Cover One crew? Welcome back to the show. Hope everybody is good. You know why we're here. We got to talk some week three waiver wire must add players. I mean, just it keeps happening. It continues to happen. Only two weeks in the season. I swear every single player is either nicked up or we've lost some high end talent already. Not good, no bueno, but this is part of fantasy football. One guy goes down, we gotta look to the wire so we can at least try to, you know, make do for the next few weeks. Hopefully your back isn't uh, Nick Chubb, but I mean, it is a big problem that we definitely gotta sort out. And I mean, week three waiver wire is what we're talking. Like I said, biggest problem, Nick Chubb on Monday Night Football, he goes down with that horrific knee injury. They didn't even wanna replay it. You had to go to social media to see it. If you wanted to, it was cringe. And I mean, you had to definitely look away. Nick Chubb definitely gonna be out for the season. His leg bent backwards from a Mika, uh, Mika Fitzpatrick hit, just absolutely gruesome. So we're talking running backs. Jerome Ford is definitely on the wire to be priority running back number one this week because, you know, going back to Cincinnati days with uh, Desmond Ritter, Jerome Ford was one of my guys. I was really bullish on his game. I think he's got a lot of skills, and he showcased that on that long, almost touchdown run on Monday Night Football. So definitely 24 points right now. Basically got all that on Monday Night Football. You can definitely go and snag him. 17% owned already. Everyone's rushing to the wire already. But, I mean, it's definitely a priority waiver wire pick this week. Just like I said, Kyron Williams was last week. Jerome Ford is definitely one this week, man. Matt Breida, 2% ownership rate with a Saquon Barkley going down. I mean, he's got to be the lead back you want to believe, but you got to believe they're going to be splitting touches with an Eric Gray. That's why I got him on the notable edition list. So if you miss out on a Breida, don't be afraid for an Eric Gray. He's got skills. He's got game. This rookie has got talent. And, I mean, they could definitely split touches. Gray could absolutely jump a Breida where Breida's got more speed and wheels, but Gray will definitely at least, uh, you know, showcase his ability to gain touches in this New York Giant offense until Saquon does come back. Roshan Johnson's still on the list. We saw Foreman. He was a healthy scratch. Yes, this Chicago Bears offense is not Roman free yet. And I, okay, we need to see uh, Justin Fields improve. And I mean, this running game definitely needs to support him in that cause. Play calling has been horrific for the Bears as well. So uh, Roshan definitely still a 38%. Justice Hill, 44% for these Baltimore Ravens where Gus Edwards, I don't know, you know, how are they going to disperse touches? They were basically even this past week. So, I mean, Hill is a, still a good fill-in where the Ravens are going to still try to run the football quite a bit, but Gus Edwards still is going to look to be the number one priority, especially on goal line opportunities. Hill, you can still get for PPR upside. Like I said, Eric Gray on the board. Jalen Warren... This one hurts because, you know, Najee Harris just looks terrible. And, I mean, I okay, I was wrong. As we sit in week three, I can admit I was wrong on promoting a Najee Harris this year. He looks slow. He looks out of touch. Don't like it whatsoever. Jalen Warren's got to, uh, you know, hook up the pass pro just a little bit more. 
But, I mean, there's no uh, no uh, qualms about it that Jalen Warren could steal touches from Najee Harris. It could be a 50-50 split before you know it. Don't like it whatsoever for Najee owners, but Jalen Warren, definitely, if he's on your waiver wire, you got to pick him up. Same with Kareem Hunt. Now that Nick Chubb is gone, everyone's putting two and two together, saying, you know, because Hunt played with those Cleveland Brownies, uh, it's going to be a phone call right away. They let Kareem Hunt walk because of a guy like Jerome Ford. So we'll see. They traded for uh, Pierre Strong. I don't know, man. We'll see. Uh, Hunt has been on the couch watching football games on the street. Hopefully he's in shape and waiting for the right situation. He's been waiting for a running back to get injured so he can take the priority touches. So we'll see. Highly likely they do make a phone call. Would not be surprised, but I still think Hunt could find his way somewhere else. Still, 13% ownership. Everyone's putting two and two together now. Don't blow the bank on your fab money on Kareem Hunt, man. Craig Reynolds. Uh, we saw Monty go down for these Detroit Lions. Reynolds right now. I don't know if I'm really going to pick him up, but he's definitely here for you on the waiver wire if you've lost a lot of running backs Ty Chandler with the struggles that Alexander Madison has been having you gotta believe they're gonna give him more carries as the weeks do start to move forward but don't be afraid to pick up a Ty Chandler we might be a little early on it but I mean I would rather be early than too late and you could get him on you know pennies on the dollar right now Ty Chandler is definitely a fan favorite of mine Tank Bigsby still on the wire 38% He's on no points this past week, so I completely understand you fading him for another week. But if you got deeper benches, I mean, definitely stash tank at this point as well. Same with a, a Sean Tucker. I'm still beating the drum, waiting for, you know, potential volume share. But, I mean, Rashad White did look good this past week, so Tucker probably still will not get it. So deeper leagues for a Sean Tucker only. Quarterbacks, we're talking let's ride. Russell Wilson. Okay, the Broncos don't look great overall. They're not winning football games, but Russ is still putting up fantasy points, baby. 42.1 points. He is 51% ownership stake. So if you are struggling at the quarterback spot and you require somebody, definite matchup play for a Russell Wilson is not out of the question because he's still at least moving the ball. And this past week, they did look a lot better than he has in previous, uh, you know, several weeks. That's for sure. Baker Mayfield's feeling dangerous where, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson's struggling in Cleveland. You got Baker balling in in Tampa Bay 34 points is only 15% ownership rate I mean can we trust it overall what have I been preaching you know as the season started to come on even going into the offseason where I was a little skittish on Mike Evans and Chris Godwin's productivity I said that God Evans and Godwin could uplift a Baker Mayfield and that's exactly what is happening Baker's just putting in the right spots for these wide receivers to make plays and he is not turning the ball over big news for Tampa Bay Baker Mayfield back on the fantasy radar you got Mac Money Jones Sam Howell Derek Carr Pick your poison, man. I mean, Mac Money did not look good versus Miami Dolphins. Definitely a setback from week one. Sam Howell, on the other hand, 20 points this past week plus. So this uh, offense in Washington is definitely starting to figure things out with an Eric Bieniemy. I have uh, been a huge Sam Howell supporter since him falling in that draft, pre-draft process and scouting report. I said he was the most pro-ready quarterback coming out of that draft, and he is definitely not failing me and my opinions on the matter. I do like Sam Howell over Mac Money Jones at this point. If you are looking for that quarterback, and he's a gem right now for super flex leagues, Derek Carr on the list. Did not like what I saw versus a great defense. They still got a lot of things to iron out in New Orleans. Why they're not spreading the ball around is more the, the protection is not there. You know, uh, Derek Carr's not reading the field properly. So, I mean, Derek Carr for me, he's just on the list if you're struggling for quarterbacks, but I would still keep him on the waiver wire at this point. CJ Stroud and Desmond Ritter, they make my list this week because Desmond Ritter, if y'all didn't know, he's got some wheels. He can actually take off and run, and he showed that this past week. He's been quite efficient, allowing Bijan and uh, uh, Tyler Algier to run the ball 
wall. And I mean, Desmond Ritter is going to still be able to support this while not making mistakes. It will be hit and miss from time to time. But again, in deeper league, super flex leagues, Ritter is now on the map where a CJ Stroud, he threw for bananas over 300, what, 80 yards, I believe it was. He's going to be one of these guys. CJ Stroud was my dude coming out of this draft class over a Bryce Young. I love the ability, love the team that's around him in Houston. And he will, again, continue to put up numbers. He will throw those uh, interceptions and turnovers will come is as this rookie continues to develop. But in, especially in garbage time, if the Houston Texans are losing, they will throw the ball a lot. And CJ Stroud will get you those fantasy points. No kidding. Wide receivers, Reynolds from these Detroit Lions found the connection with Jared Goff from back in the L.A. Rams days he's looking good you know you got a complimentary piece finally for in Amon Ross St. Brown waiting for JMO to come back so you will likely have only I want to say the next what four weeks with a Reynolds potentially as soon as JMO comes back we'll see how this offense does start to shift and turn but Reynolds right now can be trusted as your wide receiver two flex spot right now I think if you're struggling at wide receiver point productivity Reynolds is a good one because these Detroit Lions are, de are definitely airing the ball out and looking good in that respect Jalen Jalen Reed from the Green Bay Packers he looks good man slot machine you go back to my scouting report what did I say he can he play outside 100% will he dominate the slot absolutely you get Christian Watson back on this field and Jaden Reed may be able to uh, roam free from that spot I love it absolutely 10% ownership rate he looked damn good even though Jordan Love and the Packers lost his past game it's growing pains and this offense is full of youth they will start to you know turn heads as this season does move forward Tank Dell finds his way on my list couple more rookies Tank Dell and Jalen Hyatt, they they look good, man. Dell finally, you know, picking up the steam. Uh, uh, C.J. Stroud was looking in his direction a little bit more. He's too darn good and explosive to not get the ball in his hand to move this offense forward. C.J. Stroud should be looking in his direction. He was a camp favorite target for Stroud early, so I fully expect a, a bigger role for a Tank Dell as the weeks move forward. Subsequently, similarly for a Hyatt, I think that the, the New York Giants, man, what a debacle that first half was, and they ended up coming back in that second half with Daniel Jones, Daniel Pennies, and he was finding Jalen Hyatt down the field. This is what they require. They don't necessarily have a true alpha number one wide receiver on this club, and Hyatt could definitely earn that role and steal it. He's a field burner, field stretcher. He's an electric playmaker, and as long as they can get him touches, I think Hyatt's going to be a good one. Might be early on Hyatt too, but definitely get him on your bench at this point. With OBJ injured... We don't know the severity. We'll have to wait for the rest of the week. But uh, Nelson Aguilar does pop up back on the list as uh, Lamar Jackson did look in his direction, looked good, scored a touchdown this past week. This offense without an OBJ, we'll see how it goes. Is it going to be similar to what we understand of these Baltimore Ravens? Highly likely. However, Zay uh, Flowers is picking up steam to be a favorite target with a uh, Mark Andrews. I mean, at least we saw some Rashad Bateman as well. But Nelson Aguilar finds himself, creeps himself back on the fantasy radar. I'm not rushing to go grab his services, but he's definitely there for y'all if you need wide receiver help. Darnell Mooney, he got no points this past week, so I think we could fade him, but put him on your bench at this point. I still believe, you know, 41% in this Bears offense should eventually figure something out, okay? By the time we're at week four or five, I will stop promoting any Chicago Bear players if they continue to drop goose eggs. It is not a good scene in Chicago right now, Justin 
Justin Fields is not finding his reads. He's not even scanning the field. It is a big concern and problem right now. He had seam throws all day. I mean, the offensive play calling two screen plays in this back-to-back, uh, -back, one right off the you know two-yard line that scored a defensive touchdown. It's just all in disarray. Continuing for the Chicago Bears, not good. No bueno, man. Kendrick Bourne, he did not do good this past week, but he's still he's going to be one of those players. Hits like one out of four, two out of four times in this New England Patriot offense. You know Bill Belichick loves to, you know, game plan specific for each team he goes up against and utilize each individual talent for where the weakness is. So one out of four for Kendrick Bourne seems relatively fair, but I still like Bourne enough with Mac Money Jones and how he has been playing. Sky Moore finds his way back on the board. He caught the football, and we saw Kadarius Tony go down with another injury. I just, you know, Kadarius, I told you all, I'm done with Kadarius. Not even going to talk his name anymore. Sky Moore at least caught the ball and found his way to some point productivity this past week. Playing with a Patrick Mahomes, they will eventually figure it out. You're talking more under 50% ownership rate. If he still is on your waiver wire, someone was disgruntled after week one and dropped his services, definitely pick up a Sky Moore, put him on your bench, and wait and see. Robert Woods, Bobby Trees. It's not done, man. I told y'all, Bobby Trees is still cooking in uh, Houston with C.J. Stroud. Stroud needed those veteran presence safety blankets, and he found even Dalton Schultz this past week quite a bit. He's going to look for those veterans to at least set the tone, and then he's going to find his guy Tank Dell around the field. So Robert Woods still 19 points. You're talking almost 10 points in the uh, per game in the first two weeks. Definite flex appeal for me for a Bobby Trees, Robert Woods. Get him on your roster. 9% ownership is absolutely crazy as we're seeing the lack of productivity for wide receivers around the league right now. Marvin Mims, he pops off and I mean, okay, Jerry Judy coming back. Everybody that was beating the drum on Jerry Judy in week or his first week back from the injury saying he's going to blow up. I said, no, pump the brakes, man. We got to see what Jerry's going to do on the field first. And Marvin Mims took the show along with that Johnson kid. His Johnson's role is going to be out the door. So I mean, don't even look in that direction, but Mims definitely looks good enough to at least put on your bench as a wait and see flex option this season. It should come. Allen Robinson, these Pittsburgh Steelers did not look good. He's just on the deeper trend right now if you're looking for wide receiver talent as they officially put Deontay Johnson on the injured reserve. Finishing it off with tight ends, Hunter Henry. I mean, tight end is such a crapshoot once again, trying to find these tight ends to be fantasy viable. 55% ownership for a Hunter Henry. He's likely out of your leagues. The competitive leagues are probably already gone. The 28.3 points he has scored twice in two weeks. You gotta love what he's putting up and at least maybe Bill Belichick is going back to the well and saying the tight end needs to be a bigger part of this offense as they move forward as is Zach Ertz we got Dobbs playing quarterback look good in that first half until the Giants actually flip the script but Zach Ertz it's okay it's not great I mean we got to understand like I'm saying, tight end is very volatile, very difficult to trust. I mean, there's not many boom tight ends that are, you know, popping off on the consistency charts right now. So as long as you're getting anywhere from that six and a half to 10 points from your tight end, I think you're winning at this point. You do not want to be under that five point threshold because that's kind of where, you know, very close fantasy matchups are getting tilted and winning is by those tight ends getting those nine points, 10 points for you. So Zach Ertz definitely back on the radar. Ferguson from these Dallas Cowboys, you knew it was eventually going to happen. Dalton Schultz is no longer there. They need to find a replacement at the tight end spot that Dak can rely on because he loves his tight ends. Ferguson did look good. Even Schoonmaker found his way into the end zone for these Cowboys. Eventually, Schoonmaker, I think, will jump somebody like a Ferguson, but I think Ferguson has first right to appeal right now, and I think he could be a fantasy producer as the season does go on. Hayden Hurst. 
Did not look good on Monday night, but he's still one of the top tight ends when it comes to fantasy point productivity for whatever that's worth. But, I mean, Hunter uh, Hayden Hurst definitely still on the radar. He will be that safety blanket where Adam Thielen this week was a safety blanket. Told y'all, man, veteran leadership with these uh, rookie quarterbacks who can catch passes, PPR upside. Hurst and Adam Thielen still going to be your one-two punch in that offense to give uh, Bryce Young enough comfortability. Just probably made up a word there to at least throw the ball. Dawson Knox finds his way back on the radar. It's going to be far and few between, but the Bills run in plenty of 12 personnel, which means that Kincaid and Dawson Knox will be on the field a lot together because they're adding and aiding and helping, I should say, the protection scheme from the right tackle. So I do like that a lot. Credit to Cover One. These guys know how to chop up film, man. If you guys don't know, go over to Cover One. They just break down all Buffalo Bill film. It's just unbelievable. But definitely Dawson Knox is still on the, on the radar, back on the radar as they figure out the roles for Kincaid and Knox in this offense. Granson! Indianapolis Colts, he will have a role continuing. He is very athletic, very fast, and he will continue to rise. Wait and see for him right now. We got to understand the concussion protocol for an Anthony Richardson, but even still, you got Gardner Minshew in the back, so he's going to find this tight end on the regular. I think Granson is a very sneaky sleeper fantasy producer uh, for the next couple weeks, if not for the remainder of the season. Last one, deeper leagues, Jonu Smith. Everyone's going to say, you're crazy. 6.7 points for tight ends. Gets him on my list, okay? We're struggling here, and if you're in deeper leagues, uh, 14, 16 team leagues, Jonu Smith is definitely sitting here for you for the taking if you so choose to take him. But there you have it. That is week number three. Waiver wire must add players. It's going to get thin until more players start to go down. It was just absolutely brutal for a Nick Chubb. Prayers up to him on a speedy recovery. Hate seeing that to one of the top running backs in the league. But nevertheless, as always, don't forget to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, jump in those comments, give me your thoughts. And we'll see you next time. I am out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.